It's a bright but chilly April morning at Black Rock in Salt Hill, Galway. The water temperature is hovering around 9 degrees, but this is not deterring the 20 or so hardy souls, mostly women, who have arrived here for a swim. Uh, yeah, just in for the swim now today in the dip in Black Rock. Looking yeah. forward to it. So, totally invigorating. How long do you stay in? Oh, seconds. <laughs> we just started this winter swimming this year. Yeah. And it's been fabulous. I love it. When you come down here, everybody talks, everybody, and there's great chat and, and gossip going on. It's great. Just like these women, generations of Galwegians have enjoyed the amenities in Salt Hill alongside the tourists who have been coming here since the 19th century. However, women weren't always welcome in Black Rock. I spoke about this to Maud and Jane, lifelong swimmers who have fond memories of summers in Salt Hill in the 50s and 60s, despite some rather puritanical rules that they had to observe. Yeah, the sea was blessed in the Clada on the bank, the May bank holiday weekend. And until the sea is blessed, none of us as children were allowed into the sea. And several of the children, you see them come in with scapulars around their necks and miraculous medals tied to their swimming togs so that they'd be safe in the sea. And would there have been a thing about the weather as well? I remember growing up that my mother would say to me, you know, cast no clout till May is out. That's right. That's right. That was very well said. April and May stay out of the bay, June and July, July swim till you die. When we reached seven years of age, swimming lessons started in Salt Hill Beach. Jimmy Cranny decided he was going to teach every child in Galway who wanted to how to swim. He attracted huge crowds when he was given the swimming lessons. Every Monday, Wednesday and Friday for boys and girls under the age of 12. And once the boys reached the age of 12, they went up to Black Rock where they joined the other older boys who had their swimming lessons on Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays. Once they were teenagers, they had to swim yeah. in Black Rock. Yeah. Or they could come with their family onto the big beaches. That was for families only. Just as you're entering Black Rock, on the right-hand side, there was a sign that said men only. We knew, we weren't told. We knew it was ladies' beach in Salt Hill and ladies' girls couldn't go to Black Rock. It sounds like it was a fairly strict regime. I asked historian John Cunningham to talk to me about when and why these regulations were introduced. The question of mixed bathing became a public controversy, uh, in particular in the late uh, 1920s, uh, when Bishop O'Doherty uh, became concerned about it. Uh, he um, spoke about the issue in pastoral letters and in sermons uh, on a number of occasions. Indiscriminate mixed bathing is a modern and most objectionable practice from a moral point of view. No manly man or boy, unless compelled by circumstances, wants to indulge in bathing in the company of women. No modest woman or girl wants to indulge in bathing in the company of men. If a notice is posted up prominently to the effect that the bathing pool and its precincts are reserved for ladies and children, the men excursionists will, I am confident, respect that notice. If not, means can be devised to remind them very clearly of what the notice means, and the lady excursionists will, as a rule, obey a similar notice. Uh, as regards uh, Black Rock specifically, uh, the bishops had concerns on a number of fronts, uh, as well as the general issue of public morality. 
Uh, one was that it was a place where priests uh, liked to uh, go bathing uh, and it was also an area where a lot of men dispensed with their with trunks and bathed in the nude. Uh, so the presence of um, uh, women was kind of unwelcome on that basis. Nude bathing. It's no wonder the women were kept away. The rules were relaxed for the annual prom swim when girls were allowed into Black Rock. We had to get dressed in the ladies. Now, in those days, no girl would walk on the prom in her swimming togs. So we put the towel over us with our swimming togs on. Your friend carried your bag and you walked up to Black Rock. And we stood on the outside hill in Black Rock, all lined up until we were called in. And then we were told that when we entered Black Rock, we weren't to look to the right, just go straight onto the tower. And we swam yeah. from Black Rock to Palmer's Rock. Yeah. That was the prom swim oh, at the time. And we came in there, and then we were brought over to the Rockland Hotel, where we used to get bovril and sandwiches. <laughs> PJ Flaherty is my name, and I'm a native of Monivay. I used to love to come for the swim in, in Galway. And of course, Black Rock was my favourite place. But back then, when it was men only, we just accepted it. We didn't take any notice because all the women were, and the families were all down in the, the ladies' beach and the different places. Now there wouldn't be any like the numbers now, mm -hmm. you know. I think everybody knew everybody that was swimming there mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. There were certain characters that had come down every evening. Claude Warner. He'd have a towel on his arm when he'd come down. Now, some people said they saw him in the water once or maybe twice, but I never saw him in the water. But he always had the towel with him. And we all assumed that he was either finished to swim or was waiting to go swimming. There were always priests. You always had a few Jesuits. And even Bishop Michael Brown used to swim there. I, he used, I think he used to come around maybe 12 o'clock. Most people associate the ban on uh, mixed bathing in Salt Hill with uh, Bishop Michael Brown, who was uh, a noted uh, busybody in lots of areas of life, concerned about all sorts of aspects of uh, public uh, morality. Brown did uh, speak out publicly on occasion, but it seems not as often as O'Doherty did. Uh, he liked to do his lobbying behind the scenes, by and large. But he did make international headlines for one pronouncement about mixed bathing and other matters in 1959. The fine weather which God has blessed us this year has led some unthinking girls and young women to appear in public with dress so scanty that it offends against Christian modesty and the honour of womanhood. I would remind Catholic girls that it's entirely wrong to wear bathing dress or shorts in the streets, in shops or hotels. Those in charge of hotels and shops should refuse to serve women who offend against modesty. It is very wrong for unmarried couples to go bathing together. It is the cause of grave sins which bring shame and dishonour. In Salt Hill Church there was a sign saying no woman shall enter this church in bare arms or wearing slacks. 
That yeah. was in the late 60s. Yeah. yeah. And the, there's a story going around that he sent Canon Glynn across the road and um, confront, to confront a lady who was wearing a bikini. And Canon Glynn said to her, as the story goes, I don't know if it's true or not, Madame, you can only wear a one piece on this beach. And she said, well, Father, which piece would you like me to remove? Yeah. <laughs> okay. True or not, the story indicates a change in attitudes. The girls, however, were not in any rush to leave Ladies Beach. It was segregated, but we were young and it didn't really bother us no. because the Ladies Beach was the most fantastic facility. There were two swimming pools that filled up at full tide and we had five diving boards and we really had everything. I remember as a very young child swimming in the baby pool, what we call the crab pool over there. And then when you get to a certain age, you get to the big pool. And that was mega. And then you go from the big pool into the sea. Yeah. Happy and all as they were, as they got older, a few started to rebel. An older girl than us, Mary Durkin, and she was the beauty of Black Rock Swimming Club. Beautiful tan, gorgeous a girl, legend. absolutely legend. And Mary was absolutely furious about this. So one day she swam up when, at a time when the, she knew there'd be nobody in Black Rock and she brought a top of a bikini with her and she put it up the flagpole as a defiant act and there was absolute murder over it but nobody knew who had put it up. And about a year or two later a group of us swam up. We were about 14 years of age and we swam up from the ladies to Black Rock and a delegation of men came down onto the tower and said, where do you think you're going? And we said, we just want to get up on the tower. And they said, you cannot come out of the water. This is men only. The men were fighting a losing battle. This was pointed out to Bishop Brown back in 1959 in a letter written by a priest based in Liverpool. It was in response to his Lordship's comments on mixed bathing. I'm afraid you can sling your hat at any hope of stopping that. At the bats here, the sexes used to be segregated and even had their own breakwaters from which to dive. But there's no demarcation line now. Talking of nudity, I think the men are much worse than the women. They wear the tiniest triangle possible, very often in flesh-coloured elastic, the kind of thing that covers but does not conceal. Nudity at Salt Hill had been a matter of concern long before the 60s. In 1841, there was criticism of the indecent and intolerable behaviour of hundreds of ignorant country fellows who were jumping around naked in the water. I asked PJ how popular this activity was when Black Rock was for men only. Some of the old guys at that time would undress and they would, some of them would forget to put on their swimming towel. They'd be walking around in the nude. And did they go in swimming in the nude? There was always a few that did. Now, they would have a towel around them walking down to the tower, but some of them would, uh, didn't mind if the towel fell off, they'd go in. So that was the scene then. Nude bathing was believed to be healthier uh, than swimming with uh, costumes. It's something that you associate with male bathing areas elsewhere, the 40 foot in Dublin and uh, such places. But right well up into the mid uh, 20th century, you find nude bathing advocated uh, on health grounds. It's not an issue that's confined to uh, Salt Hill. It is a wider societal concern at the time. Healthy or not, swimming or walking around in the nude was no longer an option as more and more women ignored the sign. 
Matters came to a head in late August 1971 when Senator Mark Killalay started a campaign to ban bikini girls from Black Rock, believing that scantily clad bathing beauties were an embarrassment to priests and older men. His attempt to put this on the agenda of the County Council meeting was rejected on the basis that the city was not within its jurisdiction. The issue attracted the attention of all the national papers and got front-page coverage in the Connacht Tribune under the eye-catching headline, Senator Loses Bikini Battle. The discussion, which Killalay had started, resulted in a decision to remove the men-only sign, as there was no legal basis for it. On September 9th, the Irish Independent reported that the sign was gone. It was the total anticlimax. We didn't care at that stage. People were going in anyhow. Yeah. Do you know, I just didn't take any notice. Do you know where it came down? But I remember we had an invasion of women then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the younger fellas were delighted to see to see the women coming in. Some of the old guys, yeah, they would be get cranky looking to even to watch them. They talked about it for a year, maybe two years after, especially when the place would fill up with women. They'd say it wanted great when the sign was up. The men did not take to them at the beginning. They thought, who are these invading? This is a men-only place, mm. even though the sign was long gone. For, for years and years, men didn't like women going in there. No, mm -hmm. no it was their territory and they were entitled. While there was a bit of resentment, there was nothing like the drama which occurred at the 40 foot in Dublin in 1974, when a few women invaded the male swimming space there to be met with a very hostile reaction. The removal of the men-only sign 50 years ago could be viewed as being symbolic of the societal change that had occurred in the 60s. Bishop Brown was publicly silent on the issue in 1971, though people believed he was in touch with Senator Killalay. His power and influence, however, was considerably diminished at this point. Swimming at Black Rock has increased in popularity over the years and thrill-seekers continue to dive and jump off the tower constructed in 1954. No matter what the weather, the atmosphere is generally happy and relaxed. Women and men all here swimming. No problems with it. No problems at all, because some of them just strip down and they don't care who's what they're showing or what they're doing. For me, in Galway, it's still the place to swim. It's just iconic, really, and uh, I, I love it there. And uh, as long as I can do it, I'll do it.